Thanks for listening to this audio podcast from Redemption Life Church. Listen as Pastor Michael speaks on loving people during the second week of Vision Month. Thank you. Am I on? Am I on? Did I mess it up? Am I good? There it goes. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was on because I just ran out to the restroom. And uh, when I got done, I realized it was on. So I thought maybe I turned it off instead of on when I got up here. I'm backwards day. So anyways, I don't know what's going on. But it's definitely on now. It's on like Donkey Kong right now. Oh, thank you guys. Good to see you this morning. So excited about this day. I um, <clears throat> Before I get started in really our text for the day, um, which hopefully it's all a word. Hopefully it's not just a sermon or a lesson, right? Hopefully it's all a word, but I just feel like I need to give a specific word before I start teaching. Psalm 77 says, during worship when Jahan just talked about the road that no one knew was there, I just felt the Lord speaking to me. Psalm 77, 12, I ponder all you've done, Lord, musing on all your miracles. It's here in your presence, in your sanctuary, where I learn more of your ways, for holiness is revealed in everything you do. Lord, you're the one and only, the great and glorious God. Your display of wonders, miracles, and power makes the nations acknowledge you. By your glory burst, you've rescued us over and over by your glory burst. I love that. Is the Passion Translation. Just ask the sons of Jacob or the sons of Joseph and they will tell you. And all of us, your beloved ones, know that it's true. And I love in the Passion Translation, it says, pause in his presence. That's Selah. Pause in his presence. Just think about it for a minute. When the many waters of the Red Sea took one look at you, they were afraid and ran away to hide, trembling to its depths. Storm clouds, clouds filled the water, filled with water high in the sky. Cloudbursts and thunderclaps announced your approach. Lightning flashes lit up the landscape. Rolling whirlwinds exploded with sonic booms of thunder rumbling as the sky shouted out your story. I love that, shouted out your story, testified of your story. With light and sound and wind, everything on earth shook and trembled as you drew near. Your steps formed a highway through the seas with footprints on a pathway no one even knew was there. You led your people forward by your loving hand, blessed by the leadership of Moses and Aaron. And I just saw some folks, 
you're facing something that seems impossible. And you faced it before. And you've chosen a detour. And you've circled a few more times. And you're back at it. And you've chosen a detour. And you've circled a few more times because it seems insurmountable. But I just want to tell you, God led the people of Israel out of Egypt, and it says that he took them a different way than the way that would have been the most logical or the quickest because he knew they weren't ready for the opposition that they would face going that way. That means the way that he took them, they were ready. So I just want to tell you, you are ready for that thing. Do not detour again. Do not bypass it again. Do not circle around it again because the God who approaches things and they run and hide is going before you. You're not going to have to fight through it. You're not going to have to part it yourself. You're not going to have to make provision. He is going to go before you. See, he knows that you're ready because he knows that you will follow him. So... There's already a road there. That thing that you keep leaving and bypassing, there's already a road there. Take it. In that same passage, when you read the story, it, they're crying out and they're praying. Isn't crying out and praying a good thing? Unless it's not. Because they're crying out and praying, and God says, stop crying and move forward. So some of us need to stop crying. Stop detouring. Put your confidence in this God from Psalm 77 that is going before you. And that thing that's making you tremble is really trembling at the presence of your God. Follow him into it and follow him through it. You can't get through it unless you go into it. Sometimes we avoid the going into and we wonder why we never get through. You got to go into it, man. You have no promises of life. You just go into the water. It's like baptism. That is a picture of baptism when they went into the Red Sea. You go into certain death, yet with him you come out on the other side brand new victorious don't keep circling don't keep you don't know how many times I've circled for years things that I should have possessed and taken hold of but through fear just kept circling and kept circling I'm excited about today you received that amen amen What an awesome time of worship. Don't you love the oldie but goodies? I don't understand why we quit singing some songs, man. They don't just lose power because they're old. I mean, shout to the Lord, my goodness. That song, I mean, it just never fails. You can't say those things. You can't declare those things without it shifting the atmosphere. I don't care how old it is. So, man, I love it. Thank you guys for not being afraid to go back. 
and bring it, bring it. Go back and get it. Bring it to now. Let's go. This week is uh, Love People Week, a vision month. First want to say, I usually kiss my wife before I come up here, and I didn't this morning because you weren't in here. But mm, this Wednesday will be 20 years. 20 years. The absolute best 20 years of my life will be this celebrated this Wednesday. I don't think it's an accident or coincidence. We, we had a, a speaker here a few weeks ago, really a prophetic voice, and he said that God is working in you in decades. This year is 10 years that we've planted a church. And so when we look at our life, this is a year, of, this is a season of decades. This is 50 years that this church, Power Church of God, since Power Church of God was started. So there's just, it's just such a significant, systematic plan that God has and uh, that we can trace and, and see. And I'm just so excited about uh, my bride. And, and it's better today than it's ever been. So hang on, hang on, it's worth it, it's worth it, all right? It's better today than it's ever, ever been. And uh, Padre tells me all the time that it's better today than it's ever been with him and Susie. They're in Montana, their grandson graduated, Darlene's grandson got married, I'm sorry. That's hilarious because... I did the exact same thing for Logan and Mary Elizabeth when they celebrated engagement. I said, it's a graduation celebration. I don't understand. Really, it's, it's all graduation, guys. So, um, so it's good to have Darlene back with us. She's been up in Montana. It's great to have her home, but Padre and Susie are still there. They like to extend their vacations. They take a little extra time. They're free. Yeah, they, she went before extended. They went after and extended. Um, if, if I went to Montana, I'd probably still be there too. It's awesome up there. But um, I don't know why I was telling you guys. Oh, but he says theirs is better and better and better and starts giving me details, and I'm like, I, I don't want details. That's enough. It's just better. Better in every area. I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Bless you. Better and better and better, all right? So he's not here. He can't defend himself, so that's what happens. If you don't come to church, you're fair game. But I'm so thankful for 20 years. I love Jahan, Marie, Kamar Cox. That's her name, full name. She's awesome. It's Love God Week. Last week, there was so much going on. I was just like, so much to do, so much to say. We had Kyle uh, Philippi here with us from Far Flung Tin Can. And I forgot to even start Vision Month with this. And I know this is the most important thing of Vision Month, my art. <laughs> he didn't even know I was so talented. And so Habakkuk says, write the vision, make it plain so it can be read on the run. 
Anybody ever saw a vision statement, whether it be a church or organization, that's like five paragraphs long? And you're like, how in the world am I going to remember what we're supposed to be doing? I went to a church one time. I couldn't even understand it. Never mind, do it. I'm like, what is this? We, we read a sign. We used to live in uh, off Midway Road, 402 exit. And there's a church down that road that they put, there's a paragraph on their sign of what they believe. And I'm like, it's a very specific group of people that are allowed to attend that church, <laughs> you know? And I don't know if I fit. But, um, but we want to keep it simple and write it in big block letters. So I decided to make it, even if you can't read, you can do the vision here. How about that? So, love God, love people, live truth. Everybody, it's like YMCA. Are you ready? Love God. It's just worship, worship encounters. Love people. Come on, your neighbor. Live truth. Awesome. Ready fast. Love God, love people, live truth. Love God, love people, live truth. I hope we get a video of this. Love God, love people, live truth. Woo! See, what I just did was I, I just secretly saw all you guys worship. Now I know your arms will do that. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Diana, that reminds me of our conversation we had the other night. She said, I, I, I probably will always stay in the carry the TV range. You know what I mean? So I didn't look, but she probably did love God like this. Did you do it like this? Love God, love people. She kept it all right in here. You know what I mean? Some people need to stay... Just stay in this area. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, but that's, that's great. Worship in your own way. It's just a diagram, okay? All right. But this is it. Love God, love people, live truth. Last week, we just talked about loving God. And the problem is not you don't love God enough. You just don't know how much God loves you. Because it's a natural response to his love, to love him. So we want to make sure we cultivate an atmosphere where people can encounter his love and that we lead people to share his love everywhere that they go so that people will have a revelation and love him in return. Love people, it's just that, loving people. And, you know, we express that in many different ways. Last week, um, we got to express loving people in such a significant way. Kyle Phillippe came from Far Flung Tin Can. He shared what they're going into. They're partnering with a missionary in the Philippines that has a vision to plant a church on every island in the Philippines, which is 7,000. Seems insurmountable. Seems like a Red Sea. Seems like he's going to need some thunderclouds and lightning, right? And <clears throat> it seems a little less insurmountable when you hear that they've already done 1,000. It's like, you could never do 7,000. Well, we did 1,000. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> just, you just do that seven times. Everybody can do anything seven times, right? And so they're going to um, document this journey and really just kind of bring that to light in the states and to uh, the local churches so that people can catch that vision. And I believe support will just rush in for that. They had a total budget for this trip of $10,000. I talked with Kyle beforehand, and 
Um, would have been great week for that. It's just such a perfect with the vision of today, but they were leaving on Tuesday. So I said, well, just come next Sunday. And I didn't know at the time, but he was just praying and believing and, and asking God if we could, if we could knock a thousand dollars off of their budget. He wanted a thousand. He was just praying, God, Give us $1,000 at this little 15-minute window. I'm going to get to speak at this church. And I texted him a couple days before, and I said, Kyle, I am believing God for a miracle this Sunday. I feel it in my bones. Like the song, I feel it in my bones. He's about to move, right? I feel it in my bones. There's going to be a miracle. And he's like, yes, me too, $1,000, right? $10,000 budget, man. It's one of the proudest moments ever. And I keep having those with this group of people in this body. But we cover the entire budget for the Philippine trip. We covered the entire budget for them to take a team there and video this project. Do you understand that? The entire budget, not only the entire budget, but more. $12,000 plus we sent to the Philippines with Kyle Philippi. Come on, yes, thank you, Lord. So powerful and so loving people in the Philippines. I'm so, so proud. That was the largest gift a church has ever given to far-flung tin can. This, right here, look around. This, thousand members, Multiple thousand member churches. This was the largest gift that's ever been given to far-flung tin can in their existence. Come on. What I told him after service, I was like, we did it, man. After after Jen told me, I said, we did it, man. And he's like, yeah, we did. We that was awesome. I made it up here. We had a good service. I'm like, no, we did it. And he's like, yeah, man, we did it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for having me. I said, we did it. We, we got the budget. And he just like, what? I was like, no, like the entire budget is met. He's like, what? And, and, and he just, he's like, hold on. Come on, we'll just talk about this at lunch. I can't comprehend right now. We literally had to revisit at lunch until I put the check in his hand. He couldn't believe it. At that point, it was 11. And then more came in this week, and I called him, and I said, I'm sorry, we're going to have to send you another check. I know you needed it before you leave, but, like, this one will be there later. So you guys just kept going, man. How powerful. How powerful. I want to just real quick... Um, go through some uh, things uh, that we do around here, and then I want to share a quick word with you. But I think it's, I think it's, um, oh gosh, <laughs> sometimes the easiest words just don't come when you're thinking. I think it is appropriate. That's not the word I'm looking for. I think it's imperative. That's not the word I'm thinking of. But if you take those two words and put them together, and give, come up with another word. That's the word I'm thinking about right now. And so, first thing I want to talk about is Bat Cow. I've been there. I got a t-shirt. 
okay? And so this is our BatCal event last year, our very first ever BatCal event. We sold Christmas trees. We sold 150 Christmas trees. Not only did we sell Christmas trees, but we dramatically impacted our community with the love of God. I mean, dramatically. We connected with 150 families in the Powell community during the Christmas season. We met them with excellence. We met them with love. We met them with passion. We had an area for the kids. We, man, there were so many of you guys that came out. If you worked back, Cal, was it not just an amazing family experience? It was such a time of being connected, and we just got to love on people so much. I don't know how many of these there are, but it's awesome. We had people on the streets. We had people making wreaths. We had uh, just awesome, awesome, awesome time. We had, I believe... I believe, I mean, we had like the best first-year site ever. I mean, that's my opinion, you know. They, don't, they didn't say that, but that's what I say, you know. I thought it was awesome. Uh, there's some of the team, some of the crew, just such, a, such an undertaking. Cool, okay, go to that statistic slide we got, since that's all the pictures. This is what happened last year in total. 17 states, 59 churches, 15,000 trees, we raised $1,877,475 last year. So every bit of that, half of that goes over, it, uh, leaves the country globally and goes to helping children globally, and half of that stays in their respective communities. And so that's an amazing, so since 2012, we've raised five, over $5 million dollars. Started out with a family in a local church, in a life group, in a life group. How about a life group? Life groups today. It was a life group that one of the families in their life group wanted to adopt a child and they needed to raise $25,000. That life group decided we're going to raise that as our life group. Come on, be inspired, life groups. And so they, they said, how can we raise $25,000? Let's sell Christmas trees. They sold Christmas trees as a life group, raised the entire $25,000. They were able to adopt that child and bring it home. Isn't that amazing? And so since then, five, over $5 million. This is what we got to do this week. I think they've got some pictures. This is at the middle school. We were able to write a check for $1,500 and just give it to the middle school. They didn't know what in the world to think. We just held it up, went in the office. <laughs> They're like, what? We're like, this is for you. Come get it. So this is the high school here. We are able to give $1,500 to the high school. And the elementary's there too. May have already been. There it is. And the elementary school. You can see on the memo line of the check, give a kid a chance. Our vision for the local proceeds of our Buy a Tree Change of Life is to put on an event in the community of Powell called Give a Kid a Chance. And right before school starts back, we want to have this event where we, I mean, we want to start with 100 families. We don't want to do less than 100 families. Matter of fact, this year, when we saw what we were able to raise, by the way, we raised over $21,000 over $21,000 selling Christmas trees, right? And so we had a little bit 
we had a little bit of expense this year that we won't have being our first year launching out, starting out. And so we're really excited about not having a lot of that expense that we had this year now that we've got a game plan and tree stands and a lot of the stuff that you have to have to start and invest. And so we sold 150 trees. This year we're going to sell 300 trees. Come on. But we're not going to double our proceeds. Are you ready? I'm believing we're going to quadruple our proceeds this year. Double the trees, quadruple our proceeds. Come on, can we do that? That's my vision, man. That's my passion. But we want to do this event, give a kid a chance, and we want to start out with no less than 100 families. And this year, we just did not have the budget with what we made to do the event to the level that we want to do it. And we could just throw money and try to put something on that, you know, that can happen everywhere and just a token thing. We don't want to do anything token, by the way. I want to tell you last week, the reason why Kyle was here is because we don't just throw token money out at missions. We know people, and we connect with people, and we connect with their vision, their passion. And so what we did was we thought, what can we do with this minimal budget? And I was like, dude, the schools know what they need, and we need connections in the schools to pull off this event next year that we want to pull off. And so every one of these schools are like, we're on board we're bought in. I'm going to have these principals warring to see who pays the most for their Christmas tree this year. I mean, we're going to have, they're going to have all their teachers. If you're going to buy a tree, buy it from here because it helps our school, right? And so it's going to, it's an investment into the community and they know what to do with this. I hope they just bless some kids to death. So August the 30th, what time is it? Seven o'clock. Be there. Here, be here. August 30th, 7 o'clock, if you have a desire to be in it. Listen, you may be like, I'm, I, I'm busy. I can't be there slinging trees. Man, we need a lot more stuff than that. We need people maybe that never even come to the tree lot. But you've got a business mind or a sales mind, and you can connect. We want to, we want to do better on the front end. Last year, we started late. We didn't get our trees. We didn't even have this plan till September, all right? We didn't start thinking about it till then. But most of the places that are able to see their proceeds go so much higher than the cost of the trees, before they sell the first tree, their trees are paid for. And so we're hoping to get our 300 trees paid for before we ever have the trees delivered. We want to get sponsors and people that are buying into this to be able to sponsor this event and, and help us purchase the trees. So we want to raise all the money for the trees before the trees come, and then we just want to go crazy selling them, right? And so there's, there's a place for everybody. There's a lot of uh, preliminary stuff, prep stuff, business stuff, sales stuff, administrative stuff that we need help with. And then there's slap slinging, slap slinging stuff that we need help with, all right? We just slap, gosh. Some people say it so well, I've never been able to say it since we started this, sap slinging. There we go. All right, so that's buy tree, change life. Uh, give a kid a chance is going to be, I mean, like we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do all changes. 
for single moms. We're going to do haircuts for every kid. We're going to get a new pair of tennis shoes for every kid. We're going to give backpacks and their respective school supplies, everything they need. We're going to do haircuts for every kid. We're going to try our best to get a dental. I mean, and that's just things we see, and there's lots of things we don't see that we want to bring in. And so we were so along the path of preliminary plans this year, but just decided we didn't want to do it halfway. And so we're going to start early, and next year we're going to love on the kids of our community so, so well. What's the next thing? I've got a list here, but my phone won't open. All right. Uh, oh, we had some family. This, this is what we do, just connecting together, family, food trucks, and fun. It's what we do here, uh, usually throughout the summertime, uh, one Sunday night a month, family, food trucks. Is that right? Family, food trucks, and fun? Nailed it. All right. Family, food trucks, and fun. Just hanging out. I don't know how many of those there are, but as soon as they get done going through them, go on to the next thing. I love the lines at the food trucks because food trucks say they, they won't come if you have another food truck here, you know, and they want to serve 200 people by themselves, and I've never seen them do that. But that's what they want, so I think lines are just going to always be with food trucks, okay? We can never have enough here because they won't come. All right, what's the next thing? Food giveaway. Anybody remember this? We were able, uh, we partnered with the uh, farmers. I, I can't remember the association, but it was straight from farm to table. And we got food boxes and milk, and we were able to do this several Saturdays in a row. Just an awesome way for us to love on people in our community. What an awesome time. We prayed with so many families, gave to so many families. I just want to say, I mean, this is a good point for me to say this. I have people come up to me quite often and say, it usually starts with these two words, we should. We should. We should da-da-da. We should da-da-da. I love it. I love those ideas. I just want you to tap into a little bit. If I can just help y'all tap into a little bit. What we're doing right now as a church, like if I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, now it's not that I don't love where we're at, but if I knew that we were going to stay right here, I'd be out. There are, I mean, if I just invited you in to this place of vision and passion and desire in 10 years and five years and what I hope and what I pray, what I'm, if I just, just invited you in, like there is no lack of desire or passion or vision even of things to do. I'm throwing no stones, but this is an example. Like, we had an opportunity to do this, like, indefinitely on Saturdays. But it really came down to if Michael could go pick them up and if Michael could make sure we served them. Now, I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to make this a negative light. I'm just saying, like, dude, the sum of, 
our vision and the sum of what we accomplish is going to be how many people pick things up and run with them and take them. There's no way. I mean, we're at max capacity for what we can carry with the leadership base that we have. Do you understand? With the leadership base that we have, we're at max capacity. And so we have to expand that base. We have to expand those that are saying, hey, we need to do this, and can I do it? Yes. Yes. I wanna, I'll, I'll be there. I'll help. I'll serve. And if I can't be at everything, we'll try our best to make sure that we share that vision and get people there. But there's so much, man. And I'm believing that this is, I, I really believe, like, that this is going to be the most extreme launching season that we've ever seen during this semester. And it's going to start with just people having vision of how to love people. And you're going to want to run with it, and we're just going to come beside you in that. And we're going to do our best to empower you to do that. But this was just an awesome, awesome opportunity, and I would just love it if somebody just said, you know what, I'm going to oversee that. I'm going to make sure that happens. I mean, it would have took five people for sure. If you knew you had at least five, you could do it. But, you know, more people would show up. But, like, I want to take that. We got to do these things, right? I'm not, I don't care about being over everything. We don't have a control freak atmosphere, all right? We want people to be released and empowered. All right, what's next? I don't remember. Just send it and I'll follow. Oh, this is some of our life groups. This is Married Life. That was a great event. We went to Shoney's. Everyone tipped a minimum of $100. Freaked the lady out. It was awesome. That was a scavenger hunt. What group? This is Vintage Life. This is a Young Lady Life. This is Iron Men. This is ladies' life, vintage life, uh, young adult life, which is a different name now. I don't remember something. All right. That is, I, don't, I didn't know. I didn't see that long enough. Ladies, I'm assuming. It's a bunch of ladies. Married or ladies. Ladies. Young ladies. All right. Vintage, again. Notice the similarity between vintage life and Iron Men. We're always eating. That's just the way it goes, all right? So craft life, great group. Which one is this? Ladies. Ladies. Vintage. Vintage. Lessons from the land. Married life, all right, I don't know all the names of all the groups from the pictures. There's so many people that overlap. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. Is that all my pictures? Oh, what's that? One more thing. This is something we've done every year. That, as long as I can remember, we started out at Valentine's Day giving strawberries to every teacher in the Powell schools. Elementary, middle, and high school, they get a little box with chocolate-covered strawberries and a little note that tells them they're loved and they're valued and appreciated. And so we've done that every Valentine's Day as long as I can remember. 
that's one semester. Last year, we're like, you know, that's only one semester. What about the other semester? So we started going and doing lattes. So we gave every, not just teachers, every employee, custodial, cafeteria, everyone is valued in our school system. We give every one of them a chocolate-covered strawberry box. And uh, that first couple of pictures were the lattes. We're probably done with those. Look at that, creativity. I didn't even see them do that this year. See, I didn't do the strawberries this year. I didn't even go. That's awesome, right? I mean, that's awesome. If, if I do everything, if I'm involved with everything, we're not going to do much, right? This is so good. So um, Paul and Chloe and the youth, they took over doing the kids in theirs. I, they might have did elementary too, or did J.D. do the, the kids? I don't remember. We had, they did all the schools. So awesome, awesome, awesome. So that's just another thing that we're doing to show the love of God. I just want to. I've got three sermons today, just in case, you know. I'm still trying to decide which one, but I'm going to go with this for right now. <clears throat> we get all my stuff out here real quick. Oh, yeah, this is some good stuff. Need some paper towels. These paper towels from Sam's are really, that's where it's at, y'all. You should get them. They're not paying me to say that either. You guys remember the um, commercials that came out years ago um, with the egg and the skillet? This is your brain. Okay, and then they put it in the skillet. This is your brain on drugs. I don't know if you could tell or not, but I needed an egg, and I just wanted to flex a little bit because we have our own chickens. And this is a blue egg. Come on. How many of y'all got blue eggs? Beans, I think, have blue eggs. No? See, eat your heart out, beans. I got blue eggs. Uh, Blue eggs are awesome. John, we were going to pick out chickens. She was like, I want blue eggs. I told the guys, like, which one of these chickens lays blue eggs? <laughs> so we had to buy the blue egg chickens. And uh, so this isn't your brain, and we're not going to talk about drugs. But I want to say this is you. All right? This is you. And anybody ever do a little egg experiment in school? The egg drop? All right? This is you. We're going to talk about the you that's afraid to get dropped. What that looks like. All right? So if it's the you that's afraid to get dropped, like, because I got dropped before. So there you go. Because you got dropped before, you add this layer, okay? I got some cool stuff here. If I was doing the egg drop challenge, I wonder if I would succeed. So, not only did I get dropped before, like, did you see how so-and-so 
looked at me. Like, that's scary, right? I think I need to be more protected. I just like this just for fun. I need it sterile too. I just don't want padding. I don't want even contaminants to get to me, right? We got to make sure, you know, safety is priority. So if we're going to make sure that nothing ever, ever gets to us, we're airtight and we're sealed, no virus is ever going to get to me again. There's people that are living like this right now. Nothing's ever going to get to me again. I am going to be safe. I'm in my own world, right? And then there's, sometimes we're just like deceived. Like we really don't even think we need to connect with anybody. And it's just pride. It's not even fear. It's just pride. Like, I don't need anybody. I got this, you know. It's amazing. I don't need people. I can handle everything on my own. You just, it's got a little air bubble around it now. So it's like a baby in a bubble, right? Egg in a bubble. Get some more. You know, I see this like I can still see everybody, right? It's just, it just helps me. I'm here. I'm here. I'm, you see me. I'm, but I'm not really, you know. I can't get this stuff apart. Anybody ever use this stuff? There's a reason why nobody ever uses it, right? Just in case, you know what I mean? Just in case. Just in case something we might could get through that other bag, let's make sure it doesn't get through. Let's put a little, I need a little space, right? That's not working very well. <laughs> Leanna, you really liked that, didn't you? <laughs> Man, do I not have any air? Do y'all see that no air is going in this? Why? I guess. That bag was bigger than I thought. There we go. That's awesome. Look, let me open these two. This is cool. I've run out of analogies, okay? You add your own in there. All right? I don't know. I don't know your issues. You just think of your own, okay? We got to get that thing like... Just tell me when y'all think this thing would last if I drop it off a building, because that's what we're going for, right? Safety is number one. Not getting hurt is the number one priority in life. Oh, let's double that up. That's nice. I bet if there was a poopy diaper in there, we wouldn't even smell it at this point. <laughs> I base my life on how do we keep from smelling poopy diapers, right? Oh, man, I meant to put it in this before I put it in the bag. Oh, well, no, I have Tupperware. How about this? Man, this, uh, I mean, if you're going to be in all that, you want to be cozy too, right? You want to be comfortable. So we don't want to just be in plastic and everything. We want to be comfortable. 
And then, look, this, just in case, sometimes church is hot, sometimes church is cool. You can get it. You know what I mean? Look, and I mean, just, you still are somewhat susceptible. What if somebody opens the cooler? So. You think that's enough? No. What time is it? Oh, my bag's got stuck on there. Sorry, babe. All right. Let's go this way, too. Oh! Oh, I had this really cool paper I was going to put in there. Now you can look pretty while you're in that. Oh, there we go. Now, what's the real, the next thing I usually hear, right? You are insulated. You are insulated so well. I guarantee you we could drop that off of a roof and the egg will be okay. Guarantee you. You are insulated. But the comfort of your insulation will turn into the prison of your isolation. Right, once you get yourself insulated to the degree you think you need to be insulated. The next thing I hear normally is something like this. I'm having a hard time connecting. I, I'm having a hard time making friends. You think? <laughs> No one's talking to me. You understand for someone to talk to you? It's going to take them six months to get all this off. That means they're going to have to give and talk to a cooler. Talk to a bag. Talk to a aluminum foil. Talk to, all they're doing is talking to walls. How many people like talking to walls? Eventually you're going to give up. Nobody's been able to find you, right? What's best is if you come in like this and in literally like six months, I'm having a hard time connect. We ain't even started yet. We hadn't even started yet, right? Or some people might come in and have just a little bit, but like while you're here, you start adding layers, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day. You will find what you're looking for. You will find 
what you're looking for. If you want a reason to not connect, if you want a reason to disconnect, if you want a reason to stay isolated, you will find it. You will find it. I promise you. If you don't find it with anybody else in this room, I guarantee you you'll find it with me because I know me. I am imperfect. And you will, I mean, I'll just be the head guy you can find it with, right? You will find it. And there's probably some other people in here that aren't perfect. So you may find it with other people. But if you're looking for a reason to justify yourself to be isolated and insulated, you'll find it. But also, if you're looking for a reason to connect, if you're looking for proof that people are good, if you're looking for proof that God can love you through brothers and sisters in the faith, if you're looking for a reason to unwrap, if you're looking for a reason to plug in, you will find it. Because you know what else? I know me. I know I love people, and then that makes me think there's probably other people in here that decently love people. And even a blind squirrel finds a nut, so surely you'll find somebody in this building that's halfway decent if you really want it. You know, when my kids tell me I couldn't do something, and I, I talk the staff through this as well. They're not my kids, but staff as well, myself as well. I, I taught myself this because I had a problem with this. Hey, did you, hey, I want you to take care of this. The next week, oh, yeah, I left a message with so-and-so. Okay. You left a message with so-and-so. That's the extent of what you did to accomplish the task that was given. Left one message with so-and-so, right? So I had to tell the staff and I tell my kids, until you have spent an entire work day trying to accomplish that one task, because we only talked about three, right? And we have a week to do those three, so unless you spend a whole work day, unless you've driven to the place where that person won't answer the call, unless you've exhausted all resources, and here's the biggest one, and you've called me before the day I'm asking if you did it and said, hey, I want to give you an update on the status of the project that you've assigned me. I have literally exhausted every avenue. Do you have an idea? And unless we've done that and we have concluded this is an impossible task, don't show up and say, I tried. Because I didn't get called. I didn't help. We didn't work together, right? My kids, we'll give them something to do. We'll come back the next day. Did you do it? I tried. How hard did you try? I so want to do that when people say I can't connect. I want to say, well, just send me your list of life groups that you were in. 
because I want to talk with the leaders and see what happened. Really? You couldn't find one person in our church? Can you send me the people you tried? Can you send me the, what you've done? You know, obviously, people aren't my employees and they're not my children, and you can't just do that. But I want to. It'd be helpful if we had those real conversations, wouldn't it? If we really wanted to grow, if we really wanted to connect, don't we want someone to ask us those type of questions? Instead of just hop on to the next place and say, I don't fit. Don't we want to have those conversations? Man, I just don't, I just don't fit in. No, you don't. <laughs> You just imagine I meant, I meant to bring a little dozen case with an egg missing. I don't fit in. No, there wasn't a spot for all that. It was just a spot for you. I don't fit in with everybody else in this place and we're all in unity and yeah, there's, you know, we got a little styrofoam around us. That's okay, Right? But we're all in it together. If we, if we come off a roof of a building, we're all going to splat together. Right? We're just going to happen together. Together, together. I was going to talk to you about Nehemiah. I pretty much knew I wasn't going to preach any of these sermons. I almost told you all, you probably don't need any of that. Just want to share my heart a little bit. Anybody ever seen the video from Kruger? Is it Kruger? National Park? I mean, there's lots of videos. That's a dumb question. Anybody ever seen that video on TikTok? Oh, yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> Kruger, yes. Um, um, thank you for helping me get the name, but I might need to give, huh? I might need to give more analogy. You're already with me, aren't you? It's yeah. It's amazing, man. We're like this, right? That's connection right there. Where the buffalo, bison, I think it's buffalo, gets attacked by lions, okay? And the entire herd of buffalo come to the rescue. I mean, it looks like the, the buffalo's done. I mean, they've been just gnawing at him and trying to throw him around, tearing him apart. But this whole herd of buffalo come. And the reality is, lions could never eat a buffalo if the buffaloes are unified. I mean, look, they're 10 times outnumbered and outmatched. You'll never see a lion eat a buffalo in the middle of a herd of buffalo. Never. What has to happen is they have to get them isolated. And I don't know why buffalo ever let themselves be isolated, but they probably thought there's something over here I need to do that is better than this. You know, I was thinking about that, and that's so played out, right? Fear tactic. You're going to get ate by lions if you don't get in a life group. <laughs> ha! 
And if you tell me you can't connect, I'm going to make you send me a list of everybody, right? But here's the thing, man. I was looking at Nehemiah, and oh, there's so much. There's so much prophetically about Nehemiah that relates to this house. But like I mentioned earlier, the point, the, 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 the thing that really stands out to me about what Nehemiah accomplished is that when they rebuilt the walls, it succinctly takes you through the families and the tribes and the people and what area they built. So the story's in the book of Nehemiah, but it's a book of family. It's a book of people coming in and doing their part. I know next Sunday is serve team, and I really am not talking about what we do today. But I'm talking about who we are, the role of who you are. We are the body of Christ. We've talked about that before. I was reflected on everything we've ever talked about here on Love God this week. We're the body of Christ, right? How can the hand say, I don't need the eye? You know, blah, blah, blah. We're the body of Christ. He is the head, right? He's the chief cornerstone. We're neatly fit together and built up. That's all the verses y'all have. You don't need them, all right? All that stuff. But it says we're family. And Nehemiah tells them when they're building this wall and they, the families are all doing these things. Then he says, and where there's any low places that aren't finished, he puts families in there to guard the low places for the other families. And when they start getting afraid, he says, don't be afraid. Remember God. Remember Psalm 77. Remember the God that makes everything that stands against us tremble and want to run and hide. But he says, don't be afraid. And he says, fight for your sons and your daughters and your wives. And I don't know what else he says, but I just want to expand that. It's a body. It's a family. The walls of that that I believe we're called to build are the walls of the church, which is a family. It's the walls of family. Is the church here? Or is the church global? Yes. Yes, it is. But we came to build a family here, the body of Christ here in Powell, Tennessee. And it's a family. And sometimes there's low places in the wall of the family. And we have to step in. So I'm not speaking to the buffalo that isolates themselves. That's what the egg was for. But I was thinking about another story we talked about when Ezekiel saw the valley of dry bones, right? And the Lord said, Ezekiel, can these bones live? And Ezekiel said, Lord, only you know. And he says, prophesy over these bones. And he prophesies over the bones. And wind came, right? And what happened? The bones started coming together. And sinews and flesh started covering them. And I had this thought. What if the leg bone wasn't there? What if the leg bone wasn't there when they start coming together, when the prophetic word comes, when the wind blows? And the power to, bring, to build the body, to build the family is there, but the leg bone in the middle of the dry season, they left and looked for greener grass on the other side somewhere. But what if the leg bone isn't there? It's not about just you finding your place, it's you being in your place. It's not about you being rescued by the herd. It's you being the herd. It's not about you being the family that needs to be connected. It's you standing for the family that needs to be connected. Are you with me? 
I was thinking about how that family did that and how that family stood there. Who are you supposed to be Uncle Michael to in that unit? Not doing tasks, not serving, not being on teams, not any of that stuff, but what happens if Aunt Liz is not here? And in that family unit, unit Uncle Rick's supposed to be there. And Jensen needs Uncle Rick to be there. There's something very specific that Uncle Rick does. Papa, Nana, brother, sister. Sometimes we appeal like, you need this, you need this, you need this. I think the greatest assignment is not against us in a mindset of vulnerability and we turn to it, I think the bigger assignment is the pride that says I have connections elsewhere, which is true. And I'm not ignorant. I understand that there's some of you guys are doing more than I can even imagine when you're not in this building. You're connecting with more people than I even see in a week. I understand that this is not the sum of your influence. This is not the sum of who you are. This isn't the highest thing on your agenda. But I'm just saying for somebody in this room, it might be the highest thing on their agenda for you to be who you're supposed to be in their life. That's what we have to commit to. That's why we must, must, must connect. We must be faithful to fellowship. We can't be isolated. We must connect and we must plug in. Man, oh, what would happen with a body of believers is if everyone understood, not about what you do, but just your presence. Not one time throughout the week do I decide whether or not, and this is not about church attendance, I'm telling you, but never one time do I decide, do I think it's a good week for me to go or not? Y'all would think that's absurd. I know there's finances tied to me coming here, I understand that, but there hasn't always been, and I don't come here for finances, that's for sure. But like, y'all assume, we always assume certain people are going to be here. We always assume certain things are going to happen. This isn't about here. Maybe it's about life groups. I'm just talking about being present and making this a priority to be who you're supposed to be in the body, to build the place in the wall that you have to build that nobody else can build, to be the one that stands in the low place when nobody else. I mean, there is an assignment. We gave you a key last week. I know it was silly, but man, we want you to have ownership. This is your place. I don't even have a key to the doors to this church. I said from the beginning, I will not be the person that opens the church and closes the church and mows the grass and does all the things. I'm not going to do it. It's our church. Not because I'm lazy, because I'm not selfish. And I'm not stupid. And I don't want the sum of what we accomplished to be my work ethic or how much I'm willing to lay myself out there. It's not mine. It's ours. It's our opportunity. It's our city. Do we want it to be fortified or not? We think this is safe, but it's a lie. We understand this is the most vulnerable place you could ever be in.
because you know what? Something's going to break in. Something, the enemy actually is like, here's some tape. Here's a bag. Here's a cooler. Here's a thing. Let me know when you get yourself all secured. And I'll put you over there in my little place where I keep all of my people that are secured. And then whenever I want something from you, I'll come visit you. I'll take from you whatever I want to take from you is your mind. But the point is, not poor pitiful you, you need the body. Somebody needs you. And I just saw that family, man. Are you the I? Are you the uncle? Are you the aunt? Man, what would happen with a body of believers if we really took that on? Not what we do, not assignments we have, but just, I'm here. I'm at a life group. I'm at a place of connection. I'm here. I want to connect. I'm available. I want to take the risk. I know I might get dropped. I know it might happen. But are we willing to take the risk? And are we willing to build the walls? Fortify a city, a family. You guys stand with me? Love people. Love people, love people. I just reiterate, reiterate, reiterate. I get it. One of the reasons I wanted to plant a church is so that I could get out of some of the cycles of church worship. I saw people that were faithful to church but like just didn't carry anything outside of here. I don't want you this to become the sum of who you are. But yet this has to have a place of value. The relationships in this building and in this room have to have a place of value. And you'll find out that you're going to be sowing into them, but you find out that you actually were sowing into yourself. And you're going to reap that. Our act of obedience today is just, we've got life group signups. It's an awesome way to connect. We uh, had a gift for you today like we had a gift for you last week. It'll be here tomorrow. So we're just going to kind of make a trend out of it. Even if next week gift gets here before next week, we're still going to wait till the next week. Just keep it going. They told us these were rubber, flexible, nice. <laughs> we were thinking at least this big keychains. Y'all see it? At the zoom, hold on a minute. Y'all see it now? But look, man, it'll just blend right in. If you're like me, I don't like those big old things anyways. So as you leave today, you can grab one of these. They're in a bucket on your way out to put your key on that you got last week. <laughs> or if not, you can do something with it. But it can get lost easily. We've got a bracelet for you. It says love people on it. Just to remind you, love people. It'll be here tomorrow. We'll give it to you next week. You want to say something?
Awesome. If this doesn't apply to you, you're dismissed and you can go sign up. There's places out there for you to go find a place to connect. Well, I know, I'm just saying, whatever. I just hear two things that I feel like we need to do. Yes, sign up for life groups, but number one, I am calling on and asking for intercessors in the room. Yes, to come up right now, but to carry it outside of the building. There are some missing leg bones. I need your help crying them back home. They have no idea this is where they are. They are completely deceived. They have no idea this is where they are. And they need to come home. And I need some people to agree and make a demand with me in the spirit. That deception comes off their eyes and they see they need to come home. The truth is, we can go on without them, but I don't want to. So I'm asking for intercessors. And secondly, if this is where you are and the Holy Spirit showed you that this is where you are, maybe you're not 15 layers in yet. Maybe you've just got one ridiculous layer and the love of God is so persistent that he doesn't want you to get too comfortable in that one little layer. And you need to allow the Holy Spirit to peel that off of your heart today. I just want to make a room and, and a place for you here in the altar. And I'm not even going to ask someone to come pray with you. I just want you to give the Holy Spirit permission. And if this time is good for you, awesome. If you need to do it at home in your bedroom or in your car, that's awesome too. But if you want to come and just give the Holy Spirit the permission to do that, this place is open. And if not, peace to you want to say just Lane, our connections pastor has done a wonderful job this semester getting everything ready and uh, I'm so excited about this semester and from what I understand there are like nothing that overlaps from all the life groups so knock yourself out you can be in multiple life groups and they've been scheduled to where they do not conflict with one another and so knock yourself out and sign up again if you want to make that surrender today. It's open. It's available. We love you guys. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this audio podcast from Redemption Life Church. Be sure to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Redemption Life Church.